0: centuries mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness through a series of interviews with practitioners guest speakers and experts liberate the podcast covers all that and more from health and holistic healing to the supernatural we aim to educate motivate inspire and liberate your consciousness Hi, and welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we have one of our own amazing practitioners, wonderful, talented healer. He's been involved in this profession for many years, and you know we're going to hear a little bit about his healing journey. Um, I have with you Alan. Now, um, Alan's, our topic today is going to be healing, but it's, it's really about understanding the power of healing and why everybody needs healing in this, in, this, in this period in time to overcome so many different things. And I think that we're going to have a real treat because we're going to hear about Alan's journey. Is that right, Alan? That's
1: correct. Yes.
0: So tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I've, I'm from Sydney, Australia uh originally and and most of my life from say from age five to about 30 i spent most of my time on stage around the world dancing in shows uh as a gymnast and dancer and uh, going to sacred sites all around the world when i was 17 so that kind of got me very interested in different religions different ideas um, which led me to eventually work in Las Vegas. And then uh, after I was there for about 10 years, I decided to move to Los Angeles. And little did I know that once I moved there, around the end of the 90s, that it would take me on a healing journey here in Los Angeles.
0: Wow. Wow. So, so so even since 17, you were visiting spiritual sites and different things and so there was always this like internal pull yeah, and curiosity. Definitely. And so in the 90s out in Los Angeles, so what prompted you to this healing journey and, and if you don't mind sharing a little no. bit about what you know no. happened
1: um, and what? because I was working at the shows all those years and then um, my mother died, my best friend died. And I thought, well, and I also had a business here, a vintage store that I ran for many years. I decided that, well, there was an ending there. And so uh, I just listened to spirit. I was always spiritual. And it kept saying to me, you've got to leave. So I didn't know why I was leaving. So um, eventually I packed up. I took my lover and I moved here to Los Angeles. And then all of a sudden I went to massage school because I didn't know what I was going to be doing here. And there was a woman sitting next to me who uh, taught Reiki. And I said, well, I don't really know what that is. But I said, "Um, I'll try. So I took Reiki 1 with a group of people, and then they became my best friends, and they still are, for for the next, uh, oh, God, almost 20 years now. So um, what happened was, when I got to Los Angeles, AIDS was just starting to get quite big. So um, I went to a couple of hospitals to visit people, but the doctors wouldn't let us touch them so I thought well what could I do here so I actually went to one of the hospices and I asked the doctors and nurses if I brought some people and we could touch you guys and you had a shift in yourselves would that let us in the door because they didn't believe in any of that then and they said okay if that would work so that's how that's how I got uh, there was 13 of us that's how I got in the door of the hospices
0: Wow, so, so so you went and you did a Reiki sessions. We did
1: Reiki sessions here yeah, on the nurses and the doctors, and they you know they were overburdened because everybody was dying. with one to two months they would, they were, and they didn't know what to do, or they did just put them in hospices and they tried everything, but you know nothing at the time really worked, and the patients were like you know can you imagine you not knowing if if. Um, well, they knew that there was nothing to cure them, so they didn't know what would make them feel good, and they were putting all sorts of drugs on them. and And the poor, the poor people were so lost in their parents and their, uh, their best friends, even their lovers, turned against them. Wow. So you know, gay or straight. So. Um,
0: so, so, we, so you did yeah. these, and, and the doctors and the nurses noticed that they felt a the difference.
1: Yeah, we, we, uh, we did a series of, say, a couple of weeks. We would go every couple of days, and we would work on the nurses because they were working then You know, sometimes 16, 17 hours a day. People were just flooding in the hospitals and the hospices, and um, they are exhausted. So the, the main thing I thought would be best to do is to get them calm the doctors, because they were constantly operating on people, constantly trying to figure out what to do. So we, we brought those, um, specifically one was called the Lynn House, which was very popular in West Hollywood. Uh, they built it specifically for people with AIDS. And so they found out that they became calm and their work became easier. So they said, if that can do that to the patients, we'll let you in. So we were the first people to ever get into the hospitals and hospices. Wow. Yeah, know it was a big deal. So it's a huge the, deal. It's a huge deal. So jumping from stage, would you believe, into a different realm and being in where people were dying quite rapidly was an interesting area to find out what healing really was about.
0: Wow. And and I'm sure at that point, I mean, there was a, there was no no denying its effect. You know, I think that there's a lot of people that are still skeptical about what is this healing you know like right. you know this you know people that might even be listening like you know okay so that can work on diseases and ailments on serious levels right. it's not just about emotional stuff and you know um you can you tell us a little bit of maybe some some stories that continue to prove to you the effectiveness wow. that you were you were seeing within right. within people
1: wow they're all um, they're very, they're all interesting stories. Uh, I think I think the most interesting story um, was some, this man that I actually uh, went to see in the um, what's it called the hospital here the, the city hospital where you, you know they go for free.
0: Oh, yeah, like the clinics and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that
1: big old hospital you see it in movies. At that time, that was full of AIDS patients. Okay. Now I think it's that part's closed. It looks like a big uh, cathedral in the back of the... It's near Boyle um, Heights. Anyway, um, besides going to the hosp- um, hospices and working there kind of more permanently, um, sometimes they would send me to the hospitals. So I would say... If, I would say that it's a double journey. For instance, I went to see this man. I'd never met him before. And they said um, he was very ill, looked like he wasn't going to be around that much longer. And would I sit beside the bed because his family had turned him everything? So I did. So I went in and did, did what I had learned to do the chakras from the mind, heart, lungs, go through the whole body. Uh, and then I would, I would let myself um, be told what to say to them. Because it never seemed to come from me. Uh, what to say to them and, and um, what to do. Uh, either not talk or talk and let them say what they needed to say. So this man I put my hands on. I didn't know much about him. Um, he did He did recognize me. I did say a few words to him. And I, I gave him energy. And I could see that he became calm because he had all the machines all attached to him. Um, we had a talk for a little while. And... Uh, When I went home, I felt really different. I thought something, I feel something. So when I sat down in my living room, he took me through his death. So this is another, this is another kind of an interesting period where you can do this. So he took me through his death. And what was interesting is he gave me the visual of it. So I sat on the couch and I I could see the hospital roof opening up and all the machines coming off him and then him flying out of that. And um, so all I could do was just kind of, uh, my eyes half closed, go with it. So what happened is he went down to Santa Monica and he went to the pier. And on each ride at the pier was different periods of his life. Some that he had done and some that he hadn't done yet. Things that he needed to experience. So on each ride was different experiences that he needed to experience before he left. So he took me on that and then they took him in the ocean. He walked in the ocean, came out, and then he was more light. And then what happened was a huge Egyptian boat pulled up with people with one, one eye in the center. And um, it had two black swans. And that, I watched him get into that boat, and that boat uh, lifted up into the air, and then I saw him go up into the clouds and into a, like a white temple. Um, it was quite profound. Actually, I actually sat down on the ground and painted that painting. Wow. And I'll always remember that, that um, uh, the person's name was Alan. <laughs> Same as mine. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that's just one one's side it, of it that it, people don't know about.
0: And, and, and you found out that, did you find out that he passed away that night?
1: They called me the next day at, home, at uh, my house and he had passed away the exact time that it happened. Wow. I know, isn't that cool? Yeah. That's an interesting story. Yeah, about healing. Um, there's many. In, in there's the
0: connections so many... between the healer and the healee, you know, yeah. like that, you were able to see something that was, you know, so intimate and profound, and and for a stranger to share that with you in some form of energetic connection. Yeah, isn't
1: it incredible? Yeah, I know. And there were many people, you know, that I would touch and have personal relationships, and I'd go back and see them and talk about their families and things like that, and I would bring them presents. Um, Some people did get well. Some people I saw by me touching them, they got better. And some of the group had the same uh, things happen to them. Some did, some didn't. But all at least... uh, I think the easiest thing to say... The people that we met them in the hospitals and hospices were in incredible fear. Just think, you don't know. Nobody really knew what it was. People wouldn't touch them. The nurses had to wear gloves and everything. They're afraid to go into the room. So basically, we were the first people to actually touch them. We didn't wear gloves or anything. We weren't frightened. We went in and touched them. So just to touch alone uh, helped them on their journeys, either to stay or to leave.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like no matter what, you know, like uh, I, I think that that's important to notice that so much of what is perceived is a positive result from healing would be that you know somebody miraculously heals from their ailment, disease, or whatever the case may be. Right. But a lot of times it's not the case. A lot of times it's not about having a full recovery. A lot of times it's about being able to transition into the next realm or the next plane. That's right. Too. It's some, it's, and, yeah. It's a will your will your to this to me it's like you know this one person alan that you just shared the story about is you know maybe like through you having that healing you allowed him to no longer be afraid to cross over and leave that's right you know and so like somebody else might from the outside world say well that healing didn't work because he died that night no the healing worked just the way it was supposed to so you know it's it's
1: It's a two-way street between the two of us yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I just happen to possess an energy and there's reasons why you are at certain places in life, um, you, you don't have to worry about that. You're supposed to be there. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know I was going to be there that night. So those things are set up by spirit, not by me. So then the exchange is very pure. And, uh, and I also gain from that also.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that brought me into the work that I do now. Yeah, so
0: tell us a little bit about more on the work that you do now.
1: Okay, um, well, of course you have to do mind, body, spirit. But um, let me see how I would do that. What I do, what I do with people with my readings is sometimes I will uh, read them for their mind and help them with their mind and help them along that way. But sometimes they have blocks and it's very hard to move the blocks because there's blockages, say, in the intestine or different chakras, if you understand the chakras in the body, mm-hmm. uh, mind or um, lungs. Uh, a lot of problems do come from the intestine, though, because that's the first brain. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't can't get past that up into their own brain. And then the heart is the third. Yeah. So lots of times what I'll do is I'll say to them, well, I can help you. I can help you with your future and where you're going, but I can also move out blocks that are in, inside your, um, your organs that there's, um, it's organs, muscles, tendons, bones, they're all, they're all stuck in those, those different areas. I can go in and start to move them along. Uh, I can make people lose weight easy. Um, I can make people find their past lives quite easy. It's just an extra energy you can give them to help them to get through those things. The other the other girl too, we could find why she was having this relationship with a man for the past two years that I've talked with and she couldn't let him go. So what we did was um, go into a past life, which really helped her. And she, she she's come to me um, a week later and she's told me what has happened to her. Anyway, what we did, we found always when when they when they um they work together but they've never been able to consummate their relationship and that he's always afraid of her and she's slightly afraid of him so we went back to a past life and we found where that was um one was a king one was a queen they were they were they were married together but you see to be in front of everybody in a kingdom you can't really be yourself you're in front of uh, you're in front of um what would you call it Help me with that. Uh, oh,
0: the, you're, you're in front of a whole... Like, your life is on show. Your life is on you're, stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: you're like a show with all the people that, that you have to take care of. And they would have to always be that way. They couldn't be emotion to each other. They were king, queen sitting in a chair. But they, they couldn't, and, unless they were in their bedroom at night at... at um, in the castle, say, but the, in the day they couldn't act like that. They all had the, the, they were busy with um, doing the jobs they needed to do. So she she actually cried like crazy doing that. And she said after she said that made sense why they couldn't communicate. Yeah. So guess what? They started communicating once she cried and understood that. Then she could let that go, and then the communication she could say what she did because she'd always had trouble being able to speak with him and then all of a sudden they can speak again. So th- these are, these are kind of simple things, but, but it does remove a block.
0: Yeah, and, th- and that's I love that those are kind of two different examples of how you work with people to remove blocks because one one of the ways is, you know, through an energy shift, you know, within, I mean, they're both energy shifts, but one of right. which is through actually doing some form of energy healing and tapping into that energy body. Right. And one is in providing information, knowledge, or insight through a level of communication and through that power of understanding somebody right. can Shift. That's right. Yeah. And, and it
1: happens because my hands heat up. My hands heat up, and what energy can't move itself, my energy provides that energy for it to move and bring itself forwards. So it's, it's, um, it kind of is quite simple, really, but it takes a lot of work to do it.
0: Yeah. And you've yeah. been doing it for many years oh, now. Oh,
1: many, many years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And that, you know, the more that, you know, you work at it and do it on a regular basis, the clearer oh, and the clearer that channel becomes and the easier. I mean, if somebody, oh, yeah. somebody sat there and they played, you know... I don't know, uh, guitar every single day of their life, you know, for years upon years upon years it becomes simpler and simpler and they become better and well better. Well said well said. You know, and That's well said.
1: And the <laughs> thing is too, the main thing is the ego has to get out of the way. Because if the ego's there the healing doesn't happen. If yeah. you if you have a big ego, forget it. I think that the um, Another one I could say is very simple. Uh, another person called me, a dear friend of mine, and said, I have a friend of mine who's dying in the hospital, and he took an overdose of, um, I think it was aspirins, whatever's the strongest that eats the stomach away. He took a whole bottle. I <sighs> think it Tylenol. The
0: aspirin, I think it's a little I bit I think stronger. it's aspirin,
1: right, stronger. And he'd taken it a whole b- um, bottle to kill himself, and his liver was basically eaten away. And so they asked me to go to the hospital, we went the hospital. And so... Um, the question I'm going ask when someone like that, I say, well, what do you feel? Do you feel like it? Because when I met him, he was very real. I said, what do you want to do? Do you want to go? or Would you like to stay? And he said, I feel I have more to do. I, I want to stay. I said, OK, well, let's see what we do with this. So um, what, I, what I do with that is I'll put my hands on where the area is and see what the area is telling me to do. I won't tell you what I told him to do. I think it's complicated. So he did what I told him to do. So once I put my hands on him, uh, I let spirit tell me what I'm supposed to tell him. So simply, I won't go into the whole story, but the simple thing was I was told that he was to stand on Ayers Rock in Australia. There were Aboriginals around him and he was to stand there and receive healing from them. And just that's all he had to do. There was no more to do. So I put my hands on there and I stayed there till they would heat up and, and let it be as long. And then I'm told when to take it off. It could be 20 minutes, it could be an hour. Sometimes I don't know how long I'm standing there. But um,
0: So what was the results with that? The
1: results were uh, after I left him, I went home. And strangely enough, I happened to go to the gym the next day. And would you believe his lover was there? I did know his lover. He was lover there and, and, and he, he went running after me in the gym and he said, I need to talk to you. I said, what is it? He said, um, I went to the hospital this morning and the doctors went in to operate on him and his liver had now come back completely clean and they said they didn't need to operate on him anymore. They couldn't believe it. He went home. They they were back together and they had a perfect life. His liver was completely changed.
0: Wow. I mean, that's a, the, those are like the miraculous stories of... of the huge healings that can occur i mean like here here's somebody scheduled for surgery you know you come in you do this healing you know you. i don't know what's gonna happen you don't know what's gonna happen no i never do attachment you don't know you know and then in some cases some people sometimes still pass away or different things you don't know what that's right what god's kind of that's right is and then you know here are these surgeons and based on everything that they know and scheduled for a surgery go in to try to operate and there's no need
1: oh yeah i had doctors come back to me We said we have no because they didn't really know any of this in in, in the 90s but they come back to me and said we don't know what you did but whatever you did has made this huge shift we, we, we can't believe it and then that's they'd have to leave it at that because their minds couldn't handle it either yeah. in that period and it's hard enough for the healer to be able to handle that because that takes a number of years to you to go i actually do this stuff yeah because you know the two I told you that came in the other day uh, and the one that um, wanted to lose weight he um, he called me a couple of days later and he says they have a different face I said well that's how is this possible and he, he showed me the photograph his face had changed wow yeah his wife said it his friend said he showed me the picture wow. because what what was holding him back had now lifted and his face had changed yeah yeah
0: because the energy. I mean, think, energy. Think, think about when people have like uh, shifts where they're, they've. Um Yeah, I mean, and this is for anybody that's skeptical that's that's listening, or or even if you're not skeptical and you're you're trying to wrap your head around, okay, how can I put this in my model of the world? Like maybe there's ever been you know a time when somebody's been just under a lot of stress and they get some good positive news and you can just see the relief on their face, you know, like and and you know like or it or maybe their husband, wife, daughter, uh, son, somebody's in surgery and they're all stressed out and you can just see the tension, you can see the, yeah. and then suddenly, you know, it's different when they hear everything's okay, and there's a That's lightness, right. there's a freshness, there's that. Yeah. Now imagine like on the subtle levels, of this is this type of energy, you know, maybe you're holding pain, self-sabotage, anger, frustration, regret, worry, concern, whatever, any of these like perceived negative emotions with you, especially a lot of which is stored in your emotional center in your gut, yep. and then suddenly that energy is shifted and dissipated, <laughs> what's going to happen to your all of the tiny little micro muscles within your facial expressions you're gonna look different it
1: changes completely you know yeah Yeah, you're so right you're so right yeah
0: and now alan i want to hear a little bit about your like because i know that you've went through some pretty astonishing healings yourself too personally
1: you mean on myself
0: through yourself yeah and on yourself oh god
1: that's big um yeah i mean you don't have to share but i just know
0: that you know there's been there's been a lot that you've went through that you've you've had some pretty astonishing recoveries yourself.
1: Wow. Um,
0: and, and Alan's another person. I, I swear, every time I see him, he starts to look younger and younger <laughs> and younger. Like, month after month, and even week after week, I'm like, God, you just keep on aging backwards. <laughs>
1: well, that that's, in, that's interesting because I know the answer to that. The answer to that is, because, well, I had a massive poisoning about It's about 12 years ago, Um, similar to anthrax, and I'm a bit of an enigma to doctors, but it happened here in Los Angeles that I actually collapsed in the middle of my living room one day and uh, ended up in hospital. uh, for an operation because my, uh, my right knee swelled up so badly um, and it actually moved itself backwards. It's, it's, it's quite an enigma. So I had my own healing to do, yeah, definitely. I was full of poison. So um, they took me into a 10-hour, well, it was supposed to be half-hour surgery, ended up 10 hours here in Los Angeles. And so I had to make a journey, which took 10 years again to walk again. So that, that was my journey to figure out what I had to do to myself. Wow. from from that disaster because i lost everything i lost my home here in los angeles i lost uh, my cat my cat died at the same time uh, i lost my home i had to go back to australia to put myself in medical so then i was everything was taken away from me but what was it going to say? Everything has been now given back to me. So what I lost in those 10 years, say in youthfulness, or in what life direction I was taking, which I, w- I was in Beverly Hills at a beautiful home, it all, everything went. So um, what has been... Uh, what was lost from me my home and everything has been given back to me the home I got now now near downtown is worth a lot of money and I got it for really cheap and, and I have the most beautiful house that overlooks the, the mountains of, um, of Pasadena um, everything that I lost in my home I lost my job it's all been given back to me and I also got my, some part of my youth back so my face is younger than what I look a lot yeah. younger than what I look yeah and it keeps, it keeps changing yeah. yeah, I know these are kind of deep subjects in a way yeah, that a lot of people don't talk about. But I can see what goes on. What you what you lost is all or whatever you lost in life, or whatever, like you with the store, whatever energy you put into it is never it's never lost. It's yeah. put somewhere else at another time. Or, or you, there's no way anything you do, you hurt somebody, that's not lost. It comes back in karma. But whatever whatever you've done in honesty will come back to you, mm. triplefold. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and it's a good thing to kind of, you know, have people, you know, really allow them to marinate on that point, it's like, you know, even if you feel like you've hit rock bottom and you lose everything, it doesn't mean that you can't get everything back and some, yeah. you know, yeah. and that, like, you know, hearing that, you know, losing your beautiful home and everything, mm. and even losing the city that you lived in, because, I mean, you had to move back to Australia. And plus I couldn't walk. And yeah your yeah. life your livelihood everything right. you know and then you know sticking with it and having and, and and going through that healing and and continuously moving forward now you have all of that back
1: that's right and and going through two operations there and then opening a metaphysical store in sydney and operating it from a bed in the back
0: <laughs> that's amazing <laughs>
1: and that's where the reading started because because here I was operating a store and I and I bought products from India and I decided well why not throw in a couple of readers I just said that right because I didn't read that. I did the hands work but so did you did
0: the energy work longer the, than the reading oh
1: gosh yes way that's why ah, I feel that's that's my head, that's my real forte is the healing it always has been but then but then um, as I sat there you know a lot of a lot of the readers never turned up in Australia you know they like to drink so. <laughs> Uh, I'd be standing at the front desk going, what am I going to do here? And all the readers kept forcing me. In fact, I think somehow they might have done deliberately, not turning up, to force me into reading. And so from the the first day, uh, someone taught me the cards a little bit. And from there, I was instantly good at it. I just was good at it. So I ran well, that story. The
0: the true intuition and you're just a natural channel. It's
1: already there, my channel anyway, which then brought me to India. Then I went all over India to Ayurvedic doctors and then going to holy sites and, and meeting saints that I wanted to meet. So that brought me a journey kind of a full circle in a way to be able to go to india then come back to australia stay there for a few years and then when i promise i promised myself once i walk i come back to america so once i could walk i left everything again i just dropped everything and came back to america and then everything worked out fantastic
0: i love that yeah
1: so now i walk
0: now you walk and now you heal and yeah. you know yeah if you had to leave anybody with any bit of wisdom or any more, you know, final thoughts, what would you say?
1: Well, my philosophy is different because I I work with the no mind and that's what I study. I study that because I've studied all different religions and and I prefer in some ways Hindu philosophies because it's not a religion. Uh, And it's all about the internal organs and all those um, gods and goddesses are inside you. So I'm very interested in that concept. Um, I would say the main thing that I i teach or i like to uh, which which I, i've changed i know i've changed a lot of people's lives What I I say is, if you undo instead of adding, you'll find that that's where the miracles will lie in the undoing of the mind. Once you finally undo the mind, then clarity comes, and then life becomes less stressful, and then the miracles are there. But a lot of people don't want to undo because they want to keep adding. So you have to be careful of adding. It's kind of like going to a psychiatrist forever and ever, and it never ends. So if you undo, many psychiatrists come to see me. Because they can't, they can't stop their minds. So I, what I like to do is when I talk with them, because they do have, have an energy to help that to be calm, I can talk them into undoing. And to me, that's, if you want to say that's my gift, my gift is to energetically be with someone to undo their minds. Mm. Does that make I mean, sense?
0: Yeah, it does. And, you know... Uh, Undoing their minds to allow them to become from a simpler, yeah. calmer place yeah. in, in a less, you know, yeah. like it, it's and like it's like decluttering their mind it's, in a way.
1: It's decluttering, and what happens is you get a higher consciousness. Yeah, because all people that have decluttered, even Einstein did that. He, he found out after you know, doing so many equations, and you know he was not a great mathematician. I think you know that? He was mm. very bad at it, and he uh, worried all the time about that. So, so when he did his equations, he always had a mathematician work with him, wow. uh, because he wasn't very good at school. But, but he, what he was good at was, in some ways, downloading all this incredible information. But eventually the information started to send him kind of crazy. So he went to India to learn the concepts that I did, to undo the mind. Once he undid the the mind, then he really got all his equations even better and became a happy person. Wow. Yeah. Because you're clear, you're going to let more things... If you're clear. Well said. Good word, clear. Yeah, it's important to be clear.
0: I love that. Yeah. And, you know, Alan helps a lot of people become clear and, you know, kind of step into that simpler matter of fact way and you know the things that he's saying and that are coming through were just how he lives and you know you see him here it's a, he's a, like I, I never really see him bothered by anything it's no a, it's you know if it, do, if it
1: does I re, not refuse it but um
0: you let it go I'll, I'll give it
1: I'll give it five minutes I'll give it five minutes of dialogue which, which I teach people to do give it five minutes of dialogue and then say to yourself well I've had the dialogue yeah. So you don't need it That's why the psychiatrists, you know, they they can't get it together. You've got to stop the dialogue and then undo, mm-hmm. undo, and find who the true self is, which is not any of those things, because the yeah. true self is the spirit, and the spirit doesn't think. The sun doesn't know. The sun knows how to shine, but it doesn't do any have to think about it. Yeah. So eventually, when you get to non-thought, then you can have anything you want in life. Then
0: yeah. everything that. comes from that. I love that. And so if anybody wants to get to that place or just have some miraculous healing or more clarity within your life, uh, Alan is available here through Liberate Emporium. Um, He also works at a wonderful... Another metaphysical store called Alexandria, too, in Pasadena. But I don't do healings there. But, yes. I just
1: do healings with with you at Liberate. Yes, at Liberate, if you're wanting
0: to come in for healings, readings only there. But just so you know where to find them and where you can locate um, Alan. And, of course, you know... you know, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. We'll make sure Alan gets it at info at If you like this podcast and, and any of our others, please leave us a review, um, especially a review on iTunes. It really helps for other people to find the podcast. So if you can just take a moment, rate us, five stars would be great, but whatever you feel, you know. Um, and if you're looking for any other episodes, just look at our website under the podcast section, find us on iTunes, liberate. At the podcast or on Podbean. Thanks for joining us. Until next time.
1: Oh, namaste. Thank you.